my dad always taught me when I was a kid. He goes, you know, Jared, when you walk into a room, find the best looking girl. You walk up, you say hi, give her your name, and ask for a phone number. It's the first thing you do anytime you walk into a new room. Women just love a genuine guy just walking up to them and saying, hi, girl. Mm-hmm. Turn around, let me see that ass. <laughs> <laughs> that has worked before, though. I will say that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of I'll Have a Double, the podcast, episode three, my friend. And you know who I be. I'm Juan. I'm Jared. What's up, brother? Not too much, man. Man, you over here styling. You are... <laughs> I can't wait we start doing Facebook Live because you are feeling the Hawaii feeling. Oh, I spoiled it already. Man, I was going to ask you whether or not you did you go or not, and damn it, I not really spoiled. The, the beans have been spilt. <laughs> you went to Hawaii. Well, hey, if, if anybody follows me on Instagram, it wasn't a surprise. It wasn't a surprise, but I was going to save it. Remember last week I said yeah. I don't want to spoil it? And we were going to save it. And within the first two seconds, I didn't spoil it. We started talking about spoiling things last week. And here I am, first 30 seconds in the show. I didn't spoil the secret. You went to Hawaii. But we're going to get into that in a second. <laughs> but let me do a shout out to all the new listeners. Jared, we actually got people listening now. Really? Yeah. Other than the neighbor that keeps pounding on the wall? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, well actually, yeah. <laughs> his, his cup to the wall doesn't count as a listening. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, yeah. Gotcha. So he's. He actually logged in Spotify or iTunes or mm-hmm. Google Podcasts. And so, yeah, shout out to all the new listeners. Thank you so much. Shout out to all the the handful of handful of new followers that we got last week. Thank Thanks, you very Mom. much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'll tell you what. This is what we're going to do. I am, for the first 100 people, we will follow back. Okay, right. we'll do that. And throughout the week, we'll take, like, if we get 10 new followers each week, we'll give a shout out. When we start the new show, since the last show, we'll give a shout out to like the, the ten followers. So we'll give a shout out. So you get a shout out on the show. We'll say thank you for for following us. And the first one hundred, we'll follow you back. And uh, yeah, so we just grow the pod, man. Let's do it. I, I love pod growing. <laughs> well, yeah. like aliens or green beans or all pods, all pods, all, okay. all pods. Let's just grow the pods. And last but not least, um, shout out to all the women out there. Yes, shout out to the women. Um, you know, we joke, we make fun on the show and all that stuff, but just to let you ladies know, we have nothing but the highest respect of you ladies, and we salute all of you. Um, we all took a little L last week. <laughs> Don't need to point to get into that because this is not a political show, but we took an L last week, and um, but know that it's not over. And um, just let you know here at I'll Have a Double, we are here to support. Absolutely. And we are here 100%. Our voices will be heard. Uh, fellas, do not sit on the sideline on this one. Um, let your voices be heard. Uh, the ladies need us, and we are here to protect them. And let's protect that women, man. Absolutely, it's not even just protect them; it's it's enable them. Enable, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely, yeah. So shout out to all the queens out there. We got you, and uh, we're here with you. And uh, yeah, we're 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 here with you guys. So absolutely. And now we'll go back to making fun of you. <laughs> no, and it's not even making fun, <laughs> man. We're okay, men. We're just confused. Like it's just. Yeah, I, I love the joke. A man gets a wish from a genie. And uh, the man says, hey, uh, can you build a bridge from L.A. to Hawaii? I'm tired of flying. Gene goes, that's a lot of work. I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, well, then how about can I get a book that explains women? And the genie goes, so do you want that to be four lanes or six lanes? Yeah, how do you want to do that? <laughs> you want lighting all the way down? And you want, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, ladies, we love you. And uh, we're here for you. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Absolutely. Ain't got nothing to say about it. Mm-mm. 
Shout out to now. You know what? I'm done. No, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, Jared, what are we drinking? Uh, you know, since we're actually recording on a Sunday today, I thought I'd kind of do a brunch drink. Okay. Uh, this is what I ordered for a long time. Originally, uh, it's a salty dog. And uh, the guy who created the Bloody Mary mm-hmm. actually created the salty dog. It's really easy to make. It's a uh, tart, refreshing vodka, grapefruit juice, splash of lime. Came around somewhere in about uh, the 1950s or so. Okay, it looks pretty. I'm like staring at it. I love the color. Yeah. Yeah, it has a has a orangey kind of a very tropical feel. I guess I guess that's the theme we got going on here. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah it, it matches what I'm wearing over here. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh no. What great. are you wearing by the way? I guess we haven't <laughs> telling about it. So what what you got on cuz for, for the people that can't see us? Oh, I got some of the uh lays I brought back from Hawaii. I got my uh Miami Vice glasses on. Yeah, got Don a flat Johnson. bill for uh, halfway to Hana and uh, I've got my arm is covered in a henna tattoo. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, man, look at him rocking the new tat. <laughs> and thanks for the hat, too, man. Absolutely. I am rocking the hat. What uh, was it? Uh, Miso Fat. Yeah, Miso Fat there in Miami. Great food. Yeah, shout Great. out to Miso Fat. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we've got to actually, this is a variation on the Salty Dog. It's a Greyhound. No salt. Got to keep that sodium low. Okay, absolutely. So uh, without further ado, man, let's get to it, man. Yeah. You're rocking the Hawaiian gear. So. You went to Hawaii. Basically, this uh, this wasn't the vacation that I wanted, but mm-hmm. man, it's exactly what I needed. Little recap from last week. We so, talked about it. Uh, what did we talk about? Last we we, week? T- we talked about man, the, man the, the that bowl over there is just getting to you. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, last week we talked about whether or not you were going to go because thank this, you. Yes. Okay. We so were, yeah. Yeah. So I ended up uh, basically thirty six hours before my flight took off. I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. So. Mm-hmm. Rather than spend the money on suites and hotels and rental cars and, and, and all that stuff, because I was going for a, a retreat, you know, personal journey, my own eat, pray, love thing. I uh, I rented a camper van mm-hmm. and uh, basically I, I roughed it. I camped all the way around Maui. For those of you that didn't listen to last week's show, this trip was designed for him and his girlfriend and they're no longer together. So it was a bait of whether or not he was going to go by himself. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I decided to go, just a solo trip, and uh, never slept in the same sp- uh, place twice. I woke up on beaches, under waterfalls, next to volcanoes. How does that work? So you can just put your camper in certain anywhere? Or I don't know how, how Hawaii works when it comes to, like, hey, you can't put your camper here, or you can't stay overnight. You just It just kind of depends on what part of the island you're on. Just found places. Uh, there's an old rule that if you've got a fishing pole running into the ocean, then you can camp Huh. Within certain radius of your, of your fishing oh, pole. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So uh, no, they've got cutouts and turnouts all over the highways and uh, on the sides of the roads and everything. So yeah, you just uh, you find a, a pullout spot and you uh, you park. Yeah. And you get set up. And and so at night, do you like close everything up? Do you have to protect yourself from like animals or so insects? Or the uh, the first night, whenever I was staying over in the the western part of Maui, uh, I actually slept with the windows rolled down and and the the cargo doors open. Like, okay. it was just basically like I was sleeping on a pallet on the beach. Uh, but the further east I went, man, those bugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought a few of them were going to carry me away. Uh, but no, it still left the windows open, but I used little, uh, I did a little MacGyver move. I got little magnets yeah. and mosquito netting, and I used the magnets to stick onto the metal of the car, and I put the mosquito netting over the windows. For those young people out there, MacGyver... <laughs> <laughs> it was a TV show back in the Stone Ages, back when you only had maybe five channels um, before cable, yes. ladies and gentlemen. And he used to, like, no matter what he had around him, he would, like, put stuff together 
to like he'll have like you know some bubble gum, an avocado and, paper clip, and, and scotch <laughs> tape. Yeah, and then make and turn it into a bazooka. You know. Oh, you would, saw that episode too? Oh, that was my favorite episode. Yeah, the bazooka episode. Loved yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what MacGyver is. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, yeah, MacGyver the, the mosquito netting. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you're just you're 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 open to the elements. It's it's camping. Yeah. You know. Could you have done that with your girl uh, ex girlfriend? You think she would have been cool with camping? Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, not especially not the way that, that I was doing it. Yeah, uh, I had no electricity, no running water. Uh, I had a, a single burner camper stove. I cooked all my meals on. I, uh, I mean, I, I showered every other day. I found a place to take yeah, a shower. Yeah, where, where how'd you do that? Where'd, where'd you go shower? Well, I mean, there's uh, you know YMCA and state parks scattered all around okay. the island. So uh, you know, depending on where I was, I was able to go and score a shower. But also, they're called sun showers. And uh, it's this metal-lined, like, plastic bag that holds, like, five gallons of water. Okay. And you hook it up, like, on a tree branch on the top of the car. And if it's in the sunlight, it heats up the water. Oh. And then it just uses gravity. And uh, you pull the little nozzle on there, and it gets water on you. Well, damn. Yeah. Huh. So, but, yeah, uh, between <laughs> no no climate control, yeah. uh, the bugs, the, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, I, man, I loved it. It's it- a, there's a lot of women that dig that kind of thing. Uh, absolutely. 100%. And if, if you're listening, Jared likes camping. <laughs> You're going to make I a can't, list. Camping, hiking, just being active. I like sweating. Mm, there's girls all over the place just having a fit right now. <laughs> because these guys have got became so metrosexual. You know, they just got to have hotels and got to have the nicest hotel with the nice blankets. And I'm, I'm talking about yeah. myself, actually. I was about so, to say, don't get yeah. me wrong. I like that, too. Yeah, this is that's <laughs> all I like. I, I don't I'm not the camping person. Yeah. Yeah. Skip. Skip over me. Just keep right on going. <laughs> well, plus, man, camping in paradise. Like, it's not True. like I went to go camp in Oklahoma or something. You know. Yeah. <laughs> shout, <laughs> shout out to uh, Tulsa. Yeah. And Stillwater. <laughs> <laughs> Hawaii, the way that I, especially the road to Hana. Mm-hmm. I would say that where Iceland is how you would imagine an alien planet. Yeah. Hawaii is how I would imagine just paradise i mean the trees the lush the green the reds the colors the size the sheer just it was beautiful now i remember before you were debating and you said i don't want to be there by myself and i said jared i am pretty sure you will find some ladies out there that would want to hang out with jared you did did i say that i I did and and now we can play it back my friend i know where it is (laughs) i know exactly where it is we can play it back that i said that so I'm asking you, were you by yourself the whole time? The whole time, no. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Once again, I am right. Yeah. So tell me about this man. Uh, it was my last day. I was planning on just stopping in, getting some breakfast, and walking down Front Street in Lahaina. Yeah. And uh, I'm walking down Front Street, and there's a little kiosk for uh, henna tattoos. Yeah. And I look over, and there's. There's a cute girl. She works. She worked there. Yeah, she works in the okay. kiosk. Okay, she works in the kiosk. Yeah, she's, okay. a, she's okay. a henna artist. Okay, okay, yeah. And so, well, that's making sense now. Yeah, you got it's making sense. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, she even uh, claimed me. Oh, I see that. <laughs> uh, so I walk up, and these people are asking some kind of corny or weird questions, and so I actually pretended that I worked at the kiosk. Okay. And I walk up and I go, "Oh, that's okay. I'll take it from here." Actually. That sea turtle is a symbol for uh, good spirits. Yeah. But since we're on the west coast of the island, you actually need to flip the image of the turtle because 
that representation is meant for the East Coast. We just making shit up. Oh yeah, damn, that's oh, good. Yeah. I'm believing you. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, so I just want to make sure because some people that believe in these superstitions, yeah, we just want to make sure because if you get that image on the West Coast, it will actually repel good spirits. So it's all in how you arrange it. Of course, I'm pulling this stuff. Just oh yeah, out of it. just it's all all, she's, all out of ass. And and this this woman behind the counter, she's just gonna, she's trying so hard not to laugh. She goes, oh my god, you just made my day. That was so funny. And uh, we we. See, get, I'm gonna make your night too, girl. <laughs> you just hang on. Uh, so, I mean, I had time to kill, and she was funny and good-looking, so uh, I was like, well, you know, I might get some henna. So for all the uh, guys out there, what what she look like? What's she working with? Uh, she was wearing uh, some, like, the black spandex booty shorts and, like, a, a My black, favorite. black sports bra. Number one answer. Uh, hair up in a bun. Mm-hmm. Uh, sun-kissed and, 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 you know, not tan, dark. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Nice, like she lives in light, Hawaii. Light, lightly bronzed. Uh, okay. She's from Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Oh, yeah, she moved okay. out there to be a boat captain. She's a smart young lady. <laughs> yes. Get out of yes, Minnesota. She is. Shout out to, you know, we're not dissing Minnesota or Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> you just know what we're talking about. You just know, yeah, you know yeah. where we're coming from. Y'all, y'all know what we, you're picking up what we're putting down. Yeah. So basically, I was like, yeah, I'll get some henna. She's like, well, how much? I was like, well, I, you know what? Just do my arm. Yeah, how much does that cost? And she's like, the whole arm. Like that's gonna take a while. I was like, "Well, how long?" She's like, "I mean, at least thirty minutes." Oh. And I was like, "I can deal with that." Yeah, I can sit here and holler at you. Girl, and I said, well, and she goes, "What well, do you know? What you want to do?" And I said, "Well, sea why turtles. Don't you, why don't you just do? Like, yeah, no, no sea turtles." I was like, "Why don't you just do whatever you want?" She's like, "Really? I mean, I get to do a whole piece, whatever I want." I'm like, "Yeah." She goes, well, "This is gonna be kind of expensive." And I go, "Well, what's expensive?" She goes, "Probably about like seventy bucks." I was like, "Okay, I can, I can work with that." Do that shit, girl. Yeah. I go out to the van, uh, grab my bottle of tequila, a couple of glasses, some ice. Nice. Go back over to the kiosk. I beat her there. I go ahead and pour two rounds and leave the Look bottle you, sitting on man. top of the you table. You are on a point telling me you ain't ready. Man, if that hey, don't tell me you ain't ready, go ahead. There's I'm a sorry. difference between ready and able. Well, I'm yeah, able to do anything. Hand in hand. But go for it. So uh, she comes back and sees the bottle and the glasses and the drink, yeah. and I'm just, I'm already drinking on mine. And she goes, you know it's ten thirty in the morning, right? I'm on vacation. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but it's four thirty in New York. Bam. She was like, yeah, good point. The whole time we're talking and just hanging out, and uh, you know she's having a cocktail, I'm having a cocktail, and this guy at one of the discount ticket kiosks walks over and he's talking to her, and he's going, hey, you know I've got, you know I'm about to close up the shop. I've got two tickets for this luau, or I've got like ten tickets for this luau tonight. I've never been to a luau. Yeah. He was like, well, you know this is a. I don't know about the seating because it's last minute. And he goes, well, I can get you tickets tomorrow. I go, no, I'm I'm leaving tomorrow. And yeah. He goes, oh, it's your first time to island, and you've never been to a luau. No, you got to go to a luau. So I got the tickets, nice. and uh, and I turned to to Lisa and I was like, you want to go? She's yeah. like, I've never been to a luau. I was like, well, then let's go. So waited a couple hours, met her out there, went to the luau, had a good time, watched some fire dancers and the the hula performers and uh, vocalists and all that, and got to watch the sunset over at the Royal Lahaina Resort. Yeah. Had a great night. You got a picture? You got I a photo? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see the photo. Let me see a photo. Oh, okay. Oh, she is, man. Yeah. She bad. She <laughs> bad, man. Look at you, man. Man, no. No, that's, she's, yeah, she's hot. Good yeah. job, man. Thanks. Congratulations. That's a round of applause <laughs> here. And you can't do too much better than that, especially on the last night in Hawaii. Man, that's pretty good, man. 
Did you? Hopefully, you kept in touch with her. Yeah, I had a great time, uh, a lot of fun, and it wasn't it wasn't a romantic date. Like it's not no, like no, we, no, no. we you know went down to the beach or anything after that. Like we hung out, had a good time, had a good conversation, met some of her friends, and it was just it was good. Uh, I'm not gonna call it practice, but it was just it was good to go through those motions, you know. Yeah, and uh, you know, like I said, being able to do it and uh, and having fun. You yeah, know, the, the other shows before you asked me like, well, what do you want out of something? Right, right, right. And I was like, I just don't want to think about. Yeah, you know, I yeah. want have I want to have moments of clarity. Exactly, be in the moment. Yeah, be in the moment. Just be in the moment. Exactly. And so that whole night, I was in the moment. I was laughing, and she was joking, and it was a, it was a really good time. That is, I would say, the greatest feeling. Um, after you know, I've been married before, mm-hmm. and I remember uh, after the divorce, I was like living in a funk. It was just a fog, just a fog. Everything I did, everything I thought of, I thought about the failed marriage. I yeah. thought about, uh, I did this wrong. Uh, she did this wrong. Uh, this was ruined. Uh, I ruined this. Oh, she ruined that. You know, all this. And then I met a girl, and it was the most simplest hangout. I mean, very simple. But there was nothing extravagant about it. It wasn't like a a, a date from, like, The Bachelor, you mm-hmm. know, where they got the helicopter yeah. that comes in. And, and then there's, like, on a mountain by itself, and they have, like, a tent that's already lit up with candles. And, you know, with nothing. Like, we literally hung out on her patio outside of her uh her house and we had red bull vodka and we just listened to itunes and we just sat in her patio and just chatted and that was the first time in probably a year that i was actually just thinking about hanging out with her you know just being in the moment and it wasn't even that she was that amazing is it the fact that she was it, it put me in a place where i was finally like you know what i can sit here and just hang out with her and just be in the moment and be okay with it and i was like that, I still remember that. That's mm-hmm. when I knew I was going to be okay. I said, you know what? I'm going to be okay. Because before, I wasn't quite sure if I was going to be okay. After that night, I said, I'm going to be okay. I left that feeling like, you know what? Life does go on. Yeah, I'm going to be okay. It does. And so, I, I'm sorry to steal your thunder. No, you're but not, man. What you're, was, you're helping reinforce it. But what was, yeah, what was your feeling just hanging out with her? And not necessarily just her in general. Shout out Lisa. Lisa, right? Lisa, yeah. I really? know. Seriously? I know, man. I know. Seriously, did you have did you have the conversation about her about that? No, I didn't. Okay. Did she know? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. You know what? <laughs> this, I'm sorry, people that are watch, listening or watching, because I'm I'm looking at myself right now. This is something we can't tell you. That's all I can say. People that know us are probably laughing their asses off because they know where I'm going with this. I'm sorry. I promise, no more inside jokes. I can't say anything else about the situation. But like I said, um, you know what? What is your what is your take on the whole situation? Like just being with her and hanging out. Like what? Did, what did you come back from that? Uh, I mean, the it was just the initial like the first the first one was like, hey, do you want to go out? Mm-hmm. And the the possibility of rejection. And I mean, I guess after spending a week going cliff diving and uh, scaling up rock faces and uh, walking through waterfalls and. You know, now all you, this stuff. You got girls horny all over the country right now <laughs> talking about this, man. <laughs> no, it's just I had nothing to be scared of. Yeah. Like, and that's it's something my, my dad always taught me when I was a kid. He goes, you know, Jared, when you walk into a room, find the best looking girl. You walk up, you say hi, give her your name and ask for a phone number. It's the first thing you do anytime you walk into a new room. Really? And I, and I said, I, I, I don't know if I can do that. And he just goes, well, what's the worst that could happen? That is true. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
I, I've heard I, I hear women all the time and I have people that I know they have podcasts. I've listened to other women that I've worked with. They have always said that why can't the guy just come up, introduce himself, say how you doing? I would like to have a conversation with you. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no crazy catch catch line, no like, you know, something clever, no like going up to him asking some extract, you know, abstract question or something that'll make him go, "What? What does that mean?" Just, I, I, you just know, I was just, I was so sorry to f- uh, hear about your dad. You know, being put in jail. Well, how come? Well, he stole the stars and he put them in your eyes, honey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not saying that doesn't work. <laughs> It's just that's not needed. You don't need yeah. to do that. And, and I think women just love a genuine guy just walking up to them and saying, hi, girl. Mm-hmm. Turn around. Let me see that ass. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> that has worked before, though. I will say that. But, yeah, I, I advise you guys, don't, don't, don't use that line. Don't, don't do that. But I, I think you text me, um, and I didn't know what was going on. But right. I felt a difference in the text message because, you know, You've been in the funk. Let's go, let's let's go ahead and put it out there. And people that's listened to the first couple of episodes, yeah. they can tell you you've been uh, the funk soul brother. Yeah. You, <laughs> hey. And, and so you just even in text, you your words looked different. It just it looked like they had more power behind them, and you were just like I could just feel the energy coming out of that text message that something happened. I don't know what was it just Hawaii or you know was it a girl, but you felt like. You know, I felt like you were just like you you were either energized or you found yourself again or you found you know what I mean? I, I just felt like there was something different about it. And was I pulling something or no, was that no? No man, okay. day day three was my turning point while yeah. I was out there. Yeah. Uh day one and day two I'm not gonna say they were rough, but I was I was lying to myself, you mm-hmm. know, about like why I went out there, what I was trying to accomplish, yeah. and then just like trying to force stuff. And I realized that that was the like I would waste this trip. Yeah. If I kept hanging on to this stuff. And so that's when I just started doing whatever the hell I wanted. Right. Uh, and and that's whenever I came to that realization. Like there's there's one point where I it, it took me about forty five minutes to hike up to the third gulch of a like a stream of waterfalls, a string of them. And I'm up there and I've got a picture of it on my Instagram and I'm looking down across like I'm probably about seventy five hundred feet up in the air. Yeah. Like, people down there you know they're taking pictures of me up there and i'm just i look and i stretch my arms out and it was just the most freeing experience and uh i didn't look over my shoulder to share it with somebody like right. it was just me in that moment it's yeah. something that i did and uh, uh yeah it was just it was really empowering you know i, I it, and uh, that's whenever you made the comment earlier uh and you kind of laughed about it she wouldn't that's yeah. that sh- she wouldn't make it up there. She right. would enjoy doing that. Mm-hmm. It would, it, in fact, it would be one of those where months down the road, it would actually be, be used against me. <laughs> yeah, it was day three when I yeah. I took that that back. Yeah, and that's when I really started talking to myself, listening to myself, and because uh, yeah, uh, no music, no Netflix, yeah, no electricity, no running water, no like none of that. It was just. The only person I had to keep me company was me. And yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what, I didn't like my road partner when I first got there. That guy was a dick. <laughs> I mean, he was just, just had his head on sideways. Yeah. yeah. That's why, I, do you remember what I sent you in that text? Mm-hmm. I was like, don't worry, man. Your buddy's coming back. I pulled my head out of my ass. I got it on level and straight. Let's get to work. I hear you. And that was, that was the greatest match. I, I saved it. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the J-Rod is back. You know, I, I just think 
you know, when you're dealing with that type of situation, and I know we talked about this uh, episode one, two, whatever, about coming out of a relationship and like, you know, what do you do now? You know, do you just get back on the saddle? You know, start, you know, start talking to other girls, this and that. Every book, every, you know, article always talked about finding yourself, um, doing things for yourself. And it sounded cliche, but I think there's something about recognizing who you are, looking at the man in the mirror and seeing, okay, let me reintroduce myself. Because I think sometimes when you get in a relationship, you're so busy looking at them, you know, you're not really looking at yourself, looking at them. You're just thinking about them, 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 them. So you're doing everything focused on them and you kind of lose yourself. The only time that's not a problem if they're looking at you trying to do everything for you. But if they're not and everything is pointing toward them, there's nothing coming back towards you. That's when you lose yourself. Yep. And the the tank's not being filled back up. Exactly. But the problem is everybody can't just get out and go to Hawaii and find themselves. And so the question is, how do you do that if you don't have the ability to get away? Like you have to still be in the world that you're in. Like, what do you do? Like, that's Uh, the question. One one of the biggest things I tell you is uh, whether it's a, a, a day a weekend, mm-hmm. you know, a week, uh, get off social media. I mean, turn off your notifications, mm-hmm. log out of all of them, you know, uh, unpublish the pages, do, yeah. do whatever. Just don't, don't look through those windows. It is the most unhealthy thing. Especially her window <laughs> or his window. Or his window, yeah. yeah. Especially that person's window. Right. But, uh, or stay out of that window because they call the police. Yeah. Hang you in the bushes. Other, yeah, some other shit going on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Unplug from that because uh, social media by itself is is just unhealthy. But especially just not to have the temptation to go and just still try and live in that world. You yeah. know, ne- never backwards, always forwards. Right. So that'd be one of the the biggest things. Um, and other than that, like I said, I would advocate just unplugging yeah. from everything because the, don't don't take away the things that you would escape into. Yeah. You know, don't don't avoid your problems and just as much as it sucks, face them head on. Don't, well, let me ask you this. Why do women get all the sympathy in a in a breakup? I think a lot of time because men are pigs and dogs. Oh <laughs> no, no! I, I, I we you know we talked about this before. You know, I think both parties have, are responsible for relationships not working. Um, but it seems no, and, and this is regardless. I don't care if she. Now, this is my theory. Even if a woman cheats in the relationship and that ruins the relationship. At the end of the day, she still will get more sympathy than the guy. Because what will come out is, well, what did he do? He yep. must have did something yeah. to make you do that. Mm-hmm. So they still get the sympathy. Why, why don't guys, why don't we get sympathy when we say, I broke up, you know, my, my girl broke up with me, or the relationship didn't work out? We don't get the, oh, you're well, going to be okay. Well, then let me rephrase my previous statement. Mm-hmm. We are stereotypic, stereotypically categorized and immediately seen and or seen and pre-qualified as being pigs and dogs right. and just not smart. Right. Yeah. And so anytime you hear about, oh, oh, you know, a girl says, oh, my boyfriend broke up with me. That's the first question. What did he do? What did he do? Because it's automatically assumed that, okay, well, it's and, and this is, and here, I will admit, I'm a bonehead sometimes. We I, all I, are. I make mistakes, yeah. but uh, that's their immediate assumption. Now, if a guy goes up to his girl or, or to his friends, he's like, dude, uh, she broke up with me. Yeah. Everybody's like, yes. Yeah. 
out to the bars. Yep, you're coming with you know, us now. Come with us now. We're going you to know, Vegas. It's it's not even a you know it's not even a oh you know poor guy. Right. It's a welcome back into the brotherhood, and a lot of that's just kind of skipped over. It's yeah. glazed over. Yeah, and and that's the sad part about it because you know I, I know some ladies are going to be shocked by this, but there are guys out there who actually have their feelings and their heart broken at the relationship. I know it's shocking. I know they think that all we're going to do is just get back on the horse and. Get, you know, go to strip clubs and and just move on to the next one. But there is a level of pain that men do feel. And there was an there was an article, uh, BigThink.com. I, I was just looking up things up, and they were talking about how the difference between women and men of how they deal with breakups. And they said that women do, um, I guess, hurt more than men. And they were saying because you know they have more of a biological feeling toward it because. I think when women look at going, okay, this guy could be the father of my child. This guy could be the the one I married, this and that. And so when that is cut off, I think they look at it from a long-term standpoint, like, oh, no, this guy was might have been the one, and now he's not. From a guy, it's like, okay, well, I got to find another one. And that's, that is what the, the article is suggesting. But I think there are some gray lines to that. I think it's not just a black and white thing. And But the, what they did say is that women do tend to hurt faster and then feel that pain and then move on. Guys tend to ignore it at first and, quote, unquote, start dating other women, start mm-hmm. doing other things. And then later, later, months later, all of a sudden that pain comes in and they start having remorse or sadness or this and that. And I think that's why I hear women talk about a lot, like my ex-boyfriend all of a sudden out of blue start calling me. He start texting me. He start talking about what are you doing, this and that. And it's like where is this coming from? Because now he's finally starting to feel what he's supposed to be feeling, what mm-hmm. you felt. The, it took a moment to process it. Yeah, it just took a minute for him to process, but yet he is feeling it now more than he did, than more than what you felt. Because how many times have happened, you hear, whether it's you or, you know, a friend of yours, guy, a friend of yours, would break up with a girl, and then two days later, he's hooked up with some other girl. Like, he's just like, you know what, it was a, whatever, I did that. Women never do that. You know, most women don't, that doesn't happen. But you guys are just jump right in. Just jump right in. You know? <laughs> I broke up with my girlfriend of three and a half months. Mm-hmm. And then an hour and a half later, I had met a new girl at a bar. An hour, hour and a half? After I'd broken up with her. An hour and a half? I mean, yeah. so... Did she come to your door? Was she like the, the, the mailman or something? Like, how, how do you meet a girl? I, I mean, were you out and you broke up and then went to the other side of the bar and go, hey, how you doing? How the hell that's, did that happen? That's somebody I already knew. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Damn. So that's one of those, like I said, retired asshole. Three months, though. Is that a really long time? It was a very intense relationship. It yeah, was, but I mean, three months is like, I mean, a sitcom lasts three months. You know, it's three months. You know, you can look at a okay Red Bull versus Monster. Yeah, you know, each one of them is going to be a, an energy drink, just as potent. Just one's in a smaller can, and then the other one has just a lot more calories and sugar and all that extra stuff. <laughs> so no man, I di- no look, idea where you were going. T- T and T comes a little package. Just because man, just because three months doesn't mean it's not uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Qual- no, quality was, over quantity. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now is it is quality, but anyways. But is that wrong? Is that being an asshole? Uh, it is, it, 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 okay, now, for sure, without a doubt, disrespectful. To who? To the, I mean, I, uh, 
Why? To who? I would say if anything is more disrespectful to yourself because you're not allowing yourself to deal with the issue of you just breaking up out of a relationship. I don't think once you say it's over, hell, now what would be disrespectful if you like hooked up with her best friend or something? Now that that's disrespectful. Yeah. Or somebody she knows or something mm-hmm. like that. But if you like, hey, we're done and it's been acknowledged that we're done, I don't think there's a rule of engagement, so to speak. No, there's not a rule afterwards. of engagement. I just think that kind of illustrates like anytime you get out of a a, a relationship of any type, there's there's typically a grieving process. Yeah. Everybody grieves differently. Grieve, grieve differently. Everybody exactly. grieves differently. Mm-hmm. And some people, I mean, that first stage is denial. Like, yeah. You know, whatever. The denying you're in grief or that you, you know, you're hurting or you know, whatever it is. And then just hop right back out there. So I, I don't know. Some people would see that as being disrespectful. Yeah. Well, to, to the to the, the the memory of the relationship. If it really was as good of a relationship as you know you said it was. Well, when you're in yeah. it, then you should give it a little it's, little breathing room. It's just like you know talking about people how they deal with you know death in the family or when people lose their spouse, they go well. They got back in another relationship a year later. Well, hell, let let them do. That's a, that's on them. Like you can't decide when when they should go get back on the horse. You know. So, I mean, I look at it the same way because I, I look at, like I always said before, I look at um, a quality relationship, a when you put your heart into a relationship, when it doesn't work, I do look at it as a death. I, that is a death of the relationship. And people deal with it differently. But my biggest, I don't say biggest issue, but I always wonder, like, why as men we don't get that consideration of, you know, the sympathy from, even from my guy friends. Now, is it... Is it is it our own fault that we don't go to our guys and go, hey man, uh, you know, y'all want to come over and hang out and watch TV? I'm I'm not feeling it. Like, do we have guys go, you know what? I'm gonna hang out with you and we're gonna watch TV. Or the guys like, bro, no man, let's go out, man. Let's let's do this, let's do that. Is it our own fault why we don't get sympathy? Because we we got to be men. Uh, I I think that's a big part of it, you know, or society for that matter. Well, I mean, what I will say is that I've had, you know, you included a couple of yeah. good guy friends. It's just like, hey, let's go see a movie. Hey, let's just sit on the couch and you yeah, know, dude, shoot the shit or, or not even talk. Let's just watch yeah. TV. Yeah, like it, Sean did that. Mm-hmm. He just hung out and we watched Batman of yeah. all things. Uh, shout out, Sean. <laughs> and uh, it's also the you know uh, men being men talking about feelings, actually saying, yeah, you know, I remember I got my heart right twisted and kicked, and you know I sat around my boxes for a week and you know admitting your weaknesses yeah. and that kind of stuff a lot of men it's it, that's hard to do uh but then also second off sometimes guys just think that that's better to just hey get right back on that horse yeah let's get back out you know hanging out with me i'll make sure you have fun I'm, I'm gonna help get you out of this funk yeah you know i don't want you sitting at home yeah you know well, well just think about it as a child for men when you know for those who had a, you know a father you know and a mother or whatever Think about how differently the mother treated you versus the father. If you fail, like age three, you fell down and hit your knee in front of your mom, what does she do? Oh, oh, are you okay? And you know, She's going to yeah. pick you up. Mm-hmm. She's going to grab your knee. She's going to, oh, I'll kiss it, blah, blah, blah. If you fall in front of your dad, <laughs> there's a couple of things the dad might do. The first, well, the good dad is going to say what? What's he going to tell you? He's going to tell you to get up. Mm-hmm. Get up. He's going to say you're fine. Shake it off. You're fine. Mm-hmm. You keep hearing that. Some dads, you fall, and they're like, if you don't get up, I'm going to kick you. I'm going to make sure you get up. You better get your ass up. So it's like we've always been told when we fall, get up. Or they just don't even look. Or they, Yeah, or nobody <laughs> even cares if you're on the ground. You know, get up. Get up. You fall, get up. You're fine. If, if it ain't broken, you're fine. If you can still, Does it work? Are you bleeding? You're good. So How much are you bleeding? Well, yeah. Okay. You're not <laughs> bleeding you, too much. Are you dizzy? No. Okay, you're fine. 
and you know, and then even in sports, they'll say, "Are you injured or are you hurt? If you're hurt, get your ass up. If you're injured, let's do something about it." So that mentality goes with us throughout our lives. So whenever we feel pain, it's get up, don't be hurt, get up, shake it off. But the brain doesn't always function that way. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a level of pain that we deal with, and then there's also the fear of. With women, you know, they always say they want a sensitive guy. They want a guy that does this. But I've heard a lot of women complain about if a guy becomes too sensitive and becomes too emotional. They go, oh, gosh, really? You're going to cry? Like, uh, I hate guys that cry. Like, I've actually heard that before. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, so am I just not with the right person if they don't allow me to cry? Or do I just need to be with somebody and say, hey, stop crying. Shake it off. And you're like, okay, that's what I'm used to. I'm used to hearing yeah. shake it off. Keep going. So, I mean, it, I don't I don't know what – is there a right or wrong answer, but I just feel like as men, we've always been known and been told to get up. You know, don't lay on the ground and cry. Get up. I think that affects sometimes how we deal with women because mm-hmm. when they fall, some of us go, like myself, I might say, get up. You're okay. Get up. No, that's not the right answer. <laughs> I'm supposed to get down there with him, mm-hmm. cuddle them, tell them it's going to be okay. But I might end up saying, you're fine. Really? You're fine. And then that's not the right way to go. But I think as men, sometimes that happens. And I think we do it to ourselves and not giving ourselves a chance to be emotional and be, you know, sensitive in front of each other. Yeah. Also, just taking a moment just to acknowledge it. Yeah. Just to validate it and say, okay, even if I'm not ready to deal with this now yeah, uh, or unpack this baggage, I'm not ignoring it. You know, right. I'm, I'm validating it. I'm acknowledging it. And I'll work on that. But other than just saying, yep, it doesn't exist. Because then you trip your ass up later on and it's, it's one of those things somebody asked me they're like you know i'm i'm glad you found your you know uh, you know you went back to being yourself mm-hmm. and uh, i actually i corrected him i said i i'm not back to being myself i don't want to go back to being myself i don't want to be that guy Breach. the the guy that enabled that yeah. stuff to happen the guy that uh, uh, you know lowered the standards enabled for that to happen the one that you know compromised his values and i you know isolated from friends and like all these things that wasn't strong enough to, you know, put his foot down and mm-hmm. stand up for himself. I'm not going to go back to being that guy. So that, like I said, the I only had myself to keep me company when I was in Hawaii. Right. That guy's a dick and an asshole, and I left him there. Yeah, guy, you suck it. Yeah, so, you suck it. No, so it's, you know, I'm not, I'm not coming back saying oh, I'm going to be, you know, you know, angry or just blah blah blah. No, no. All this other stuff. I'm just saying that. I'm not putting up with that type of uh, of a of a lifestyle or, or a treatment anymore because I know what my worth is. I know what my value is. I know what I deserve. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's where I'm I'm bringing my standards back to where they were and and even uh, more educated on on what works and what doesn't. Well, round of applause and all those people out there going through this. I hope you take what you heard today. Um, and and look at it to and look at it from your own lives and things you're going through. If you're going through it right now, trust me, there is a brighter day. There's a Hawaii in your life, <laughs> and you will be fine. You know, as long as you take some of the advice that Jared has given today, you will be fine, and we will be fine. And we're gonna come back next week, and I am very excited about next week's episode. We got a surprise later this week, and we'll talk about that a mm-hmm. little later. We got a surprise for you. But we will see you next week. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at I'll Have a Double Podcast. That is it. We're going to get another drink, as always. And Sounds good. And close out. Ladies and gentlemen, Juan B. Jared Frescas. We out. See ya. Aloha.